Monday, and welcome back to the Couchside Judges. I'm Scott Fontana. Follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fontana. And I'm Dan Urban. Follow me at the Dan Urban. Follow the podcast at Couchside Judges. And subscribe to us wherever you listen. And if you like this show, it's about damn time you gave us that five-star review. And as always, we talk judging in MMA, so head on over to abcboxing.com to read the scoring criteria. Wow, that was intense. A little too forceful. That was, little I, too I, forceful. Was, I was taken back. All right, there. all right. Listen, listen. I, was... I, I, I don't want everyone to feel pressured to <laughs> to give that five star review. I try to be inviting. I try to be kind. You know, sometimes a little more. You know, imperative here. Here, I kind of like made you go do it. So you know, maybe at this point is the time to do it. Yeah, just do it. You start start <laughs> to tick me off. Yeah, just don't don't. <laughs> Don't make me go all Jeff Jarrett here. Don't you know? Don't don't make me. Uh... He is back. What do you mean he's back? He is wrestling again in AEW. He do should, they ever stop? He do just, any of them ever stop? He just showed up. Do any of them ever AEW. stop? AEW. And guess what he did? He hit someone with a uh, guitar. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never would have thought. <laughs> None of them ever stopped. It's the same people. It's the same people we were watching thirty years ago. You love it though. But I they love meaning meaning they love it. Oh, okay. That's why they I keep was saying I don't watch yeah. it anymore. I, I will say, it, if yeah. I was to ever watch again, it would be because they would put together the same thing that I watched 25 years ago. <laughs> but also, you know, maybe with less blackface and, you know, stuff like that. Because that was, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that didn't age well. Anyway. <laughs> they did any, some wild stuff. Yeah, yeah, they did. I watched the whole thing. I, I know everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot, lot of stuff just doesn't fly anymore. <laughs> any hooser. We had a lot of fights end early. On yeah. Saturday. Yeah. We do not have a whole lot of rounds to talk about. Spoiler alert. We only got two rounds for you for contested rounds. It was just one of those events. Yeah, I mean, thanks, Sal, for giving us a show. You know what? Thank you, Sal. That yeah. works. Yeah. Judge D'Amato was the uh, the out judge on two of these rounds. We're going to get to them in a bit, though. We, we don't we don't lead off with contested rounds. We got to at least get it, you know, wade into it a little bit, right? The result of the main event here being Amanda Lemos getting the win over Marina Rodriguez in what I thought was a fantastic stoppage by Jason Herzog because it is clear that she is not fighting anymore. Now, Mm -hmm. I saw some people uh, in the mentions on the social media being like, oh, yeah, no, she's putting her hands up. She's defending. Guys, you don't understand what intelligent defense is. If if someone is punching you and your brain isn't there and your hands are up going, no, stop, and they're not really doing anything, you're not intelligently defending. Just because your arms are there doesn't mean you're defending. And it's, it's not like she was going to be much longer anyway. Yeah. So she was done. Real dumb. Real dumb people. <laughs> I got I got no tolerance for them today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Scott, not Scott has a it. short fuse tonight. I got a short fuse. Yeah. <laughs> Brady, don't. You know what I said? Don't, you know, don't maybe go all Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. It's a family show. I can't I can't say it, but, you know. Anyway. Um. But big win. Mammoth win, honestly, because... Yes, yeah, Marina Rodriguez was really, I mean legitimately really had a case to before the the title shot the last couple probably couple times around, realistically. Mm-hmm. Just not as let's say promotable as maybe some of the other contenders that they've had come in. I mean, surprising that she would get the the I mean not not that because like honestly, she has an actual win over her, despite what you think Carlos Barza had the win over uh Maria Rodriguez. Oh yeah, no, she didn't. I know, um, I, I know where I know where you stand like, yeah. there. We don't we don't yeah. have to go deep into that. But mm-hmm. this puts Lamosh at least into the conversation. But they're selling it as like, oh yeah, she could be the late replacement, you know, who could step in on short notice for the title shot. But you know who's sitting in the arena right there at the apex watching was the woman who just recently beat Amanda Lamosh, yep. Jessica Andrade, former champion. Mm-hmm. Why would she 
leapfrog Jessica Andrade. I don't understand this. No, I, th- I think you gotta go. It's like they're just they're just putting on like a charade for of of importance because this was the main event. I mean, yeah, I, I suppose they, that's they what wanna, it feels they, like. They, yeah, they want to have something that it uh, means a little bit more. It I feels guess, like I one I of those things they're gonna forget by Tuesday. Mm, could be. I'm yeah. not saying we'll forget because we <laughs> you know we saw it, but I think the UFC will probably just move on at some point pretty quickly. They tend to do that. Yeah. So This is an, nothing against Amanda Lemos. Not at all. Great win. Fantastic win. Keeps her right in that conversation yeah. to get back to, or not get back to because she's never had a title shot, but stay in the in the hunt for a title shot. But she's still, let's say she's still in the queue. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, and honestly, it would kind of bother me if, unless there was some sort of, you know, listen, we need a body. Someone's got to step in, and she just happens to be there. Fine, these things happen mm. in MMA, right? We see <laughs> it. It's happened before, but on merit, she is in no way making a stronger case than Jessica Andrade. Not a chance. Yeah, not especially since she won. Yeah. So I would, I would get very mad about that. Not at her. Not her fault. Yeah, I, th- I think Dean. The UFC. I think Dean Thomas was saying Lamos versus Rose next. You know what? I think that's what he was. I like was that. Trying, I he, like that. But he's also saying, you know, Rose. Doesn't always want to fight, so it may not line up when. Uh, but that's what he was suggesting. Who knows? You know, it's it's up to Rose if she wants to fight. I, I I'm not making any judgments about whether she wants to or when she wants to or whatever. Mm. But when she does feel like it, this seems to be a fight that would make some sense because realistically, it's a fight that she could go in there and have a good time with too. Yeah. And I think she kind of likes doing that. Yeah, I think she. I don't. I think I saw her say something about she wouldn't necessarily want to have a third fight with uh, Carlos Barza after the last one. Well, yeah, I mean, you train, I don't know, 10 weeks hard. You're dieting hard for a fight. You show up on fight night, and you don't have a fight because you have an unwilling partner. Um, um, both of them were unwilling. Pretty much. Honestly, Rose was less willing uh, to fight that night. Wrong. 100%. Wrong. 100%. Wrong. We're about to throw down. Wrong. Let's do it. All right. Maybe later. Okay. We got a show to do. Yeah. Let's stay focused. We're not We're not, We're not. not breaking up like we almost did. You know what? I'd also, I'd also, if I had a fight. Against say, me or in general? No, no, just, just okay. say I had an MMA fight. Sure. And I had a 10-week camp, 8-week camp, whatever. And I go out there and I knock the guy out in 7 seconds. I would be so upset that his <laughs> that his glass jaw couldn't handle a single strike from me. And that now it's over that much time put in. I didn't eat, I didn't eat pizza for this long. But what if for a seven second fight? But what if you rationale that, that would, is that that's what made you invincible, and now you just feel even more invincible? I guess I don't there, know. You could take that route with it, maybe. So I'd feel I'd I'd feel like a like a at least getting getting to use some of the things you trained would be more fulfilling. No, I mean than, I get it, I, I, like, and I think a lot of fighters probably feel that way. I think we've seen kind of the gamut mm. of of reactions from fighters in situations like that. Like I think typically they're pretty damn excited because that means they're going to be. Uh, getting that 50g yeah which i mean 50g is 50g but it also should be a lot more by now but anyway <laughs> it is a bonus and i think you'd be pretty thrilled i'd if be you happy got with the bonus, bonus yeah. yeah but i'd be upset at my opponent i understand yeah but what if they miss weight and you also got more money from me? i would never turn down a fight because a guy missed weight <laughs> give me all your extra money because it doesn't matter anyway you're gonna be we're gonna be different totally different weight anyway mm. so it means nothing sure Let's get back on track. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really know how much more we need to kind of go into the, the you know, what comes off of this event. Maybe Jan Jonan versus Amanda Lamos. My last, my last one. I'll throw oh, out. okay. We're, we're, she we're just still, beat, we're she still just beat matchmaking Dan. 115? Yeah, I love matchmaking. All right, that's I know you do. You want, you want to be Joe Silva? I'd be a great Joe Silva. Yeah. Yep. Be an irritable little man. I'd be like, you're the champion. What do you mean you're not fighting six times? 
<laughs> Aljo, you're really only going to fight one time this year? My understanding is it was probably the other way around. Fighters being like, yo, when I kind of fight? And they're like, well, we don't have a fight for you yet. Well, we have a fight for you, but we're going to pay you $12. Well, there's that too. Yeah. yeah. If you did that, you'd be a jerk. <laughs> well, I bet. <laughs> if the shoe fits. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, the only other thing I would say off of this one is is Neil Magny getting a nice win. That was good. Earning the uh, the most victories at welterweight now, passing GSP. So mm. now he's obviously the greatest welterweight of all time, I believe is the math. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and no disrespect to Neil, I, I had a nice conversation with him uh, recently. And but I mean, this is a terrific accomplishment, nonetheless, uh, a sign of his staying power. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, when I asked, I asked him one one question too was uh, like, you know, would you want to stick around and maybe get that you know all time fights record, which currently Jim Miller has in climbing? And he's like, yeah, I'm up for anything that gets my name in there, my, you know, grows mm-hmm. my legacy and that kind of thing. So yeah, who knows? Maybe he'll get. Yeah. He's he, look. I don't know how you feel about Neil Magny. I don't know if he's like one of your guys or maybe yeah, you don't okay. like him, but like the fact that he fights all the time, you've got to like yeah, that. Yeah, I love that. If, yeah. Anyone who wants to get in there and, and throw down often. 28 fights he's had in yeah. the UFC. Just in the UFC. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. And he's he's only, I want to say he's Quietly 30. did it. I think he's 35, so he's really not that old at all. I guess he can keep going as he keeps himself healthy, yeah. Yeah, why not? He just picked up a really good win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you like his call out, Gilbert Burns? I think he'd get destroyed by Gilbert Burns, but I'm I'm down to watch it. I think it'd be a fun fight. I don't know how it go. I think it'd be a fun fight. Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel Gilbert like... Burns is a terrific fighter, but I he's got a lot of size there. The, the Neil Magny being long and big, I think that that at least adds something to the puzzle. And Chiesa was long and big too. Sure, that, sure. That, that did not go well. I understand, but you never know. Different. Hey, styles make yeah, fights, my friend. For sure. MMA math. Dumb work. <laughs> put your put your MMA calculator away. Right. It it's it's not working. You need to change the battery. <laughs> All right. I think that was you know. Everything else was like there was obviously a ton of finishes and it, it was fun. But like yeah, it, not a whole lot of let's say fights of importance uh, in terms of the greater picture going on. Yeah, nothing. It really wasn't like that. Some fun fights though. But like, finishes, yeah, but that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, it was just a card. Hey, really, just some fights. Yeah, just but they were good fights. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and there were only 13 rounds that we ended up uh, having scored from the judges. 11 of them were unanimous, so it's a good 84.6% uh, unanimity. Above average. Yeah, no, it's, it's well above average. I think you, what it's it's about 7 out of 10 rounds is, is typical. Think, yeah. So we're at 8.5 out of 10. That's pretty good. Yep. Got that, got that half round right. You gotta have that. Not, not how it works. Not how it works. That's <laughs> not how it works. Um, there was one round though that even though it was not a contested round, I think we it felt like something we should go over because it was it was stemming off of a conversation that I, uh, it was actually first going on between uh, Aaron Bronstetter, good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. We had a night. I mean, I don't know how he feels. I, I, I think he's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, we had a nice time with him up in in Niagara for at sure. the ABC conference. So he knows his stuff with judging, absolutely. Um, but he was saying something about kind of the way, if you go by the written words of the criteria, that you can give the first round of Grant Dawson versus Mark O. Madsen. Mark no, Madsen. Not Mark O. Madsen, not Mark O. Madsen. Or Mark O. Madsen. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mark Madsen. Just Mark Madsen. We can do that. Yeah. That's okay. It's allowed. Yeah. That fight, first round. He was saying that by kind of the letter of that, you would give the first round to Madsen because he had, you know, the the higher damage that in, you know, in the early part of the round before for the rest of the round, Grant Dawson has his back basically basically for four minutes in a body triangle, like a tight one. Yes. This was 
I will say this. I will say, without doubt, Mark Madsen has the most immediately impactful offense of the round. Sure. But. It is not sustained, right? It. I mean, he, he drops him. Uh, it wasn't a bad drop, though. It was kind of just like, kind of felt backwards into the cage, you know, squatted a bit, and then they got into a scramble. Madsen lands a couple shots here, but Dawson eventually gets up and, like you said, gets the back, locks in the body triangle. He does some pitter-patter shots. He's trying to get the neck, uh, but you can tell Madsen doesn't like this one bit. The body triangle absolutely is the worst, most miserable position to be in. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't imagine being stuck here for four-plus minutes defending your neck, eating some annoying punches here and there. I want, I want, they weren't great shots, but you're still getting punched in the face here. I can't give the round to Madsen off the media. I mean, I, I think the fighter I'd rather be in this sense would be 100% Dawson. If the situation was like, say, do you remember Sylvia Couture? How Randy has the back for basically the same amount of time as this round? Yes. But he ha- doesn't have a body triangle. But and... he's the one who scores more or less than not. Right, yeah, yeah but... but Put point that leave that part of the round aside. Okay. Just just think of the back where he has the regular hooks. He's attacking nothing. He's not throwing punches. He's not doing really anything. And Sylvia's just holding on to his hands for the whole four minutes. In that sense, I probably would give the round to Madsen because at that point it's just Couture holding position. He's not doing anything with it. I think Dawson had very much effective grappling here. I think he did, but also the the body triangle is really what makes this a lot easier to go his way because it it is a form of damage being done. It's it's not necessarily you know it's yeah. it's more cumulative. I guess you could probably it's say horrible. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's absolutely uh, what. And I don't want to take Aaron out of context, and and this is not to be critical of Aaron. I really just thought this was an interesting interaction that I wanted to share and talk a little bit about just because obviously that's what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he, he was saying that if getting Madsen's this is, this is directly quoting, if getting Madsen's back is merely a change of position as written in the criteria, no damage is being landed, no submission attempts. And the round is being scored on effective striking and grappling. The fighter who landed effective offense should get the round. And that's why he's making the argument more or less that you could potentially give this one to um, Madsen here. Well, I, I do disagree. I just think the body triangle has to be uh, graded a lot heavier. It's really not just like a change of position, like well, especially when you get to the back. It's it's a position of dominance. It's the final position, so, pretty much. Yeah, the act of getting to the back is is I think we interpret that a little differently. It it actually it is effective grappling getting there. Yeah, I I would agree. So. Even then, if it's just a technically, it's a change of position. It's a change of position to the most dominant position, mm-hmm. especially with the body triangle. The, then, only, the only way it could be better is if he had him, you know, flattened out. The flattened other out, yeah. yeah, straight, yeah. That's really the only way you get better from there. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no further really mm-hmm. uh, improvement to that. And he position. isn't just holding on, like you're saying. There's, there's not. It, this isn't just someone who's kind of holding the position and kind of biding his time. I mean, he's having trouble getting what he really wants out of it. And, I and would Madsen say. wants out. He's escape. He's attempting to escape almost this entire four minutes mm-hmm. which it's, is which is a sign of of you know this is yeah. this is effective this is working he's got he's, he's not just writing it out yeah he, it's not like he's like yeah okay let me just hold on here and just mm-hmm. make it to the end he wants out and i can't blame him because anytime someone gets my back i don't even defend my neck just do not put me in a body triangle <laughs> like take my neck if you want it it is a miserable but position it, yes i don't want nothing to do with that yeah, yeah, yeah. so again this is not Picking on Aaron whatsoever. I have a ton of respect for Aaron. Um, 
I just thought it was an interesting conversation that we should have because he is someone who took the class with us, understands judging at a much higher level than I think a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, and, yeah, it was worth, sure. and it was worth having that conversation. You know, obviously, he's not a part of this conversation, but I thought we should share that and highlight that with people. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I had another interaction with somebody kind of related to this. Um, who <laughs> I think I saw that one. Yeah, that they were not particularly kind to the idea that anyone could give this round to Madsen. And I didn't want to loop Aaron in. I, I thought it was best to just leave him out because he, he gets way, way, way more tweets than I do. <laughs> he doesn't need it. Um, but the, more or less the idea that was kind of being shared from this person is that, okay, you know, I can't understand why you would give it there, but if you would, I guess it's because of damage, right? One thing that I keep hearing when we hear conversations about the scoring, especially from the UFC commentary team in like recent months when they seem to have had their education and and gone through everything, right? They do seem to highlight often how damage is the number one criteria, right? We hear that. Damage is the number one criteria. That's not exactly right, you know? It's it it, it right. isn't is it? It's 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 the number one when you're trying to come up with a ten eight nowadays. Yeah, that's damages the, that's the way that just but for that. But when we're trying to evaluate a round, just a straight round winner, it's not necessarily damage. It's effective striking and grappling, right? Which can you conflate the two? I mean, yes and no. I mean, the problem is we do have a term that we're using for kind of a different thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, usually, I think it's safe to say, usually the most effective guy is doing the most damage that is often the case often, there yeah. yes but it, it's it's effectiveness right like mm-hmm. your effectiveness in trying to end the fight right now in that context yes maybe you can make damage the case. is a byproduct of effectiveness right 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 okay. if you can maybe because of the effectiveness in terms of trying to end the fight you can give the round to madsen i i do see room for that i wouldn't go there in this case because i do think the more effective grappling was done from Dawson compared to the effectiveness of the striking from Madsen because Madsen really just had that little blurb. It's not like he was near a finish or anything. It was good offense, Mm -hmm. but it was just kind of a moment in time and that was it. But also, I've only heard Big John say this. You've heard me say that. Go on. The almost entirety of the round happened on the ground, so you have to weigh that heavier. According to Big John, who is a big voice when it comes to this stuff, I don't know how much... That reaches out to other judges. I feel if, like if, I feel like other judges aren't necessarily doing that anymore because I mean I, I always think back to uh it was round three of uh Yana Kunitskaya against yeah. Ketlin Vieira, mm-hmm. which was a round that very much was dominant on the grappling end mm-hmm. from Vieira. Mm-hmm. And she lost that. I believe on two out of three cards. I don't think it was a full sweep. Um, but no, you should, yeah, um I think it was I er- think that was Eric a contest- that was a contestant. Is that right? Eric Cologne had it for good uh, memory. Ketlin Vieta. Good memory. Um, Jersey. But uh, yeah, that that was a round that I think was was a good sign of. And, you know, is that is that the rule or is that exception to the rule? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that was that was a good sign to me that, okay, it doesn't necessarily matter where the majority of the round took place. It matters Mm -hmm. about what was more effective in the in that five minute round, because that was a round different than this one in that. Kentley Vieta really wasn't in a super dominant position. There was obviously no body triangle in that one. You know, one round isn't another round. Like they're all they're all different. You Very know, they're hard all, to they're find. all it's like a thumbprint. Everything is different. Yeah. You know? Um that round was different because the the amount of damage done was outweighing a very a much smaller degree of grappling dominance from the other opponent. I think it was enough that could sway it in that point reasonably, mm-hmm. even though it was a very small window of offense. Yeah. Here, 
I just don't see it. I, I, I don't. I If it went the other way, I would I would definitely disagree. I don't think it's un- indefensible, but I would strongly disagree. Well, when the round started, I said, oh, all right. What's Dawson going to do here to, mm. to make everyone say he won it? And then I was like, okay, yeah, I see it that way. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously he took over the fight from there. He did right, a really yeah, good yeah. job. Was, after in, that, it was. I mean, oh my goodness, the the calf kicks in that round, that or not in that round, but especially about round three. Round three, they destroyed his leg. He was done. He, was, he, was he couldn't finished. do it anymore. And then and he got the choke. That was a really good performance from mm-hmm. Grant uh, Grant Dawson. I'm I'm really interested to see what he does. He impressed me was... in the previous fight against Jared Gordon as well. So that was a good win as well. He was yeah, that was solid. I think the one and... thing with him that that people were concerned about was his cardio, and his cardio really seemed to hold up. Well, doesn't he always find himself in the crazy firefights? Typically, um, not always. Not I don't think no. Kim versus uh versus Gordon was uh, like a firefight. Um, but he was start. You started to see him almost fade a little bit, but then he actually managed to get the finish in the third round. So, mm. so he, I think he seems he seems much better. By the way, now that he's at fifty five than forty five. Now he missed weight. Apparently, this was a short notice, right? He was saying, you know, like, hey, that's on me. I'm not gonna make a habit out of this. Hopefully, he doesn't. Right? Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. You just hurt your pockets. Um, but he is he is a massive 55 he was a huge 45 i don't know how he's you know who's a big 125 you talking about he weighed in at like 178 pounds oh that was a joke he was trolling (laughs) nate manis nate manis was trolling no i said he was he was juggling three bowling balls he he actually liked that one um (laughs) i got it was a joke not everybody did first of course is it a joking matter i don't know i mean he's he's healthy but like jesus the amount of these weight these people lose Mm. jesus anyway Let's move on to the actual contested rounds. Um, and again, shout out to to Aaron. He does a great job in, in raising awareness for the right conversations about judging. I think even in this case, even though I respectfully disagree, it was nice to see him actually having the, com- the, yeah. the positing it out there. He's not saying he's an authority on this one, but he's kind of thinking out loud. And I, and I really respect mm-hmm. that. So shout out to Aaron. Keep doing the great job. Uh, let's get to these contested rounds, though. Two of them, like we said, only two. But in both cases, Sal D'Amato is the out judge. So let's start with the main event. Uh, and it was the first round uh, of this fight. Amanda Lemos, of course, got the win in the third round. TKO, good stoppage, like we mentioned, over mm-hmm. uh, Marina Rodriguez. But round one, uh, not very eventful. It is a very much a feeling out round. What a terrible round. Uh, <laughs> right? No one's really engaging and when they do, it's just a few single strikes thrown. You know, nothing's really landing. I think in the first two minutes, Lemos lands a nice jab and a leg kick, and Rodriguez lands a leg kick. Nothing really more happens in that first two minutes. Really puts the lame in Lemos. <laughs> that was good, right? You that, like that, that was a solid. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. There thank you, you go. Yeah. Uh, Tip they, your waiters. They have some uh, flurries, but I don't really see anything landing in these flurries. I feel Lemos got one right hand through. Both sides really are, are missing or and catching a lot of other feels. Lamos does land one solid leg kick that spins Rodriguez around. And in the final 15 seconds, they get into a clinch scenario that ends on the ground. And Rodriguez uh, lands a couple punches. But I don't think she landed much else at all uh, during the fight. She kind of just kept trying that teep that never connected or the John Jones oblique kicks that never connected. Uh, the strikes at the end, they were okay lands. I, so I understand scoring it for her, but... The fact is, this is a low output round, I, and I just think Lemos had enough leg kicks uh, and landed the more quality strikes. So I'm going 10-9 Lemos. Honestly, this is not the round that I'm going to die on a hill for for, you know, for starters. Mm-hmm. I just want to get that out of the way. However, if you, whatever I say about this round, 
I don't care that much. It's just it's just not one of those rounds. Like no one took this round. Yeah. No one can get up in arms about this round. If you do, you're crazy. Get out of here. But having said that, I went the other way. I went for Rodriguez. I just I maybe I'm discounting what Lemos did for the rest of it and you know, mm. maybe I'm allowing for the fact that what happened in the final like 30 seconds or so of, of Rodriguez was enough to take the round. I do think though it, you have to account for the fact that not only is she landing those strikes, she does get to you know, a, a position of grappling dominance in the process. And I think there's something to be weighed there, too. I'm uh, grasping for straws in this round, uh, guy. This is not this is not I, a round where there's a lot happening. I felt it was more they get into a clinch scenario and it's kind of like half guard pull, half takedown. Well, at first it was, but she, she moves in a little bit and more. She, she, she advances like, a little bit. She wraps up the neck a little bit. Like, oh, I'm going to guillotine I don't, you. I don't count like, that no, one very much, no. Not, but No, you're not. She gets to at least a decent position, I thought, and that, and I think that was enough for me again because okay. there's just not a whole lot happening. So this was a bad round of fight. Not well, not uh, a, I, a feeling out again. I stress this is not the round I'm dying on, but yeah. I did go the other way. I, I went with the majority here: Derek Cleary and Janitro Camillo. You had it uh, the same way as Judge D'Amato. So, so respectfully disagree. I hope we never talk about this round again. <laughs> the other round, though, is uh, it, earlier in the card prelims. Johnny Munoz got the 30-27 twice and a 29-28 over uh, Ludwig Sholinian. Shol- I keep wanting to say Shinolinian, and that is not right. I, typing this this name was so difficult. I, I had to copy and paste this because it messes with <laughs> my head. They, they, yeah. so, there's a few names that I do that with. Honestly, I can I can spell Yon Jacek, J-E-D-R-Z-E-J-C-Z-Y-K, really easy. This one messes with my head. Yeah. I don't know why. Nonetheless, big win, clear win. Only round three is up for debate here. Doesn't matter who wins this at this point, but we talk about these rounds every week. We're going to talk about this one here. We didn't have too many. Might as well get into it. What happened here in round it's three? So much to the like the opposite of the previous round. This was a very fun round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shalinian, I think, is landing better on the feet. Of course, he's missing a ton throwing haymakers, but the ones that get missing through a lot, yeah. are a little bit better than what Munoz is landing. And contrary to what Cruz is saying, I don't see that many landing for Munoz. I do not think he's outstriking him uh, in this portion of the round, like Cruz is saying. Um, Munoz shoots a double. Oh, Cru- Cruz said it's Munoz, by the way. Munoz, 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 like like cow, like a cow goes moo and has a nose. Well, does it have? Does the end have the tilde over it? I'm almost positive okay. it does. So, and I, I, I just Dominic Cruz. Munoz, come on, guy. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So Munoz shoots a double, and, and Shalinian lands a bunch of these decent Travis Brown style elbows before being taken down. Uh, once it's on the ground, Munoz has a couple strikes here and there, uh, and then they get back on the feet. And I think Shalinian is continuing to do a tad bit better on the feet, but then he gets taken down, and Shalinian again starts landing these elbows while he's on his back, but. Munoz is, you know, he's passing, trying to get to the hips, passing him a little bit. And eventually Munoz does get them out. And here from him, he lands some pretty good shots here as the round ends. I think that final sequence pushes, pushes it over for me, for Munoz. Uh, it's super close round. A good fun round, but I'm on 10-9 Munoz. I also am on 10-9 Munoz. Um, yeah, he, he took it late. That was really what mm-hmm. it came down to. That was <laughs> there. You go. That feeds into the uh, the Dominic Cruz narrative that you can you can win the round with a late flourish. <laughs> late that. Yeah. That last I mean, attack, what have we count. been saying all along? <laughs> Who knows judging in MMA better than Dominic Cruz? Oh, although Diego, that was a Diego tactic. The final fifteen seconds of making it look like you're doing something really awesome. Yeah, but Diego won a bunch of fights that way. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think that would fly in today's atmosphere. I think Probably I not, I think no. I think sharper judging and more focused criteria helps to yeah. alleviate some of the weirdness that used to happen in Diego Sanchez fights or 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 I can also throw another name out there Leonard Garcia. Yeah, Leonard Garcia. He, wow. he had he had a few of them too. I I between the two of them, I feel like probably a lot of the judges at the time were like, "Man, we got to figure this out. This doesn't seem right. Why are, <laughs> why are they winning fights? They shouldn't be winning these fights." So I'd like to think that though they were uh the impetus for change. I'm okay. going to I'm going to pretend that that's what it All is. Right. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just going I'm, I'm going to create my own narrative here. Um do you, by the way, do you think Dominic Cruz, if he meet, if he ever met Eric Colon, he would he would call him Eric Colon? I'm almost positive. Cruz calls him that. No, too? I'm saying, do you think he would? Oh, I don't think he would. I think he would. I think he has just terrible pronunciations. <sighs> but I think he. Uh, it's I think he almost it's purposely possible. does it. There's like a part of me that thinks it's it's like a bit. I mean, it's got to be it's got to be a bit with Bruce at this point. Bruce, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Everybody loves Bruce, though. He he was a nice guy at uh, Long Island took a picture with me you did oh yeah. that's right you did i forgot you did i took a picture of them way way back Sa- cool. san diego nice mm-hmm. see? he's a friendly guy yeah whoever said he wasn't you just can't how many people names. do you see out there being like man bruce buffer's an a-hole i'm sure you can find it somewhere it's probably something. there's gotta be something yeah but like but for the vast majority no. yeah yeah there's you're gonna find someone <laughs> out there who say everybody's an a-hole there's yeah probably there's someone out there who's like man scott your sons are just a-holes <laughs> And I'm like, no, they're angels. They're wonderful. But they'll be like, nah, I know. They, <laughs> my it. children are glorious, by the way. That's anyway, it. that is it. That's all the contested rounds. Thanks for coming by, everyone. See you later. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. But again, we had nine finishes, five by sub, four TKO or KO, five in the first round. What was your, I mean, as if I had to guess, but what's yours? Well, for the second week in a row, we get another Dan Miller team. Uh, Tamir Ulambekov over Nate Manis, trying to a little bit better than Treshawn Gors. Okay. Uh, he was getting closer to putting the ear to the chest. Not quite there this yet. Was, this was a little more standing up too. Maybe next. Yeah, he was standing up, same as Dan. Uh, maybe we can get even closer this coming week. What do you think? I'm thinking we saw the two that we're gonna get for a while. Okay. That's what I think. All right. Yeah. I'm good for a while. Sorry, I'm raining on your yeah. parade, but yeah. What's your next? Just just what? go watch the highlight again. I I, I will. <laughs> what, what's your uh, favorite? Uh, Poliana Viana got yeah. the win, forty-seven seconds over Ginny Fry. Um, she kind of lit her up on the feet. That was I did completely unexpected. I thought I this would be a competitive coming. fight. I also didn't realize that Viana has so many finishes at one hundred fifteen pounds. Damn. So good on her. Um, shame for Ginny Fry though, because I she is a legitimately talented fighter, but she's fighting up a weight she yeah. really ought to be at one hundred five. And I'm going to use this opportunity to stump again for 105 pounds in the <laughs> UFC. I think we need it. I think it's time. Yeah, why Why not? There are enough fighters out there that would go down, and, and I don't think it would cannibalize 115 pounds too much. But I would rather have that division than... Honestly, I would trade 135 and 145 when Amanda Nunes is done fighting. <laughs> we'll, we'll, wait for, okay. we'll wait her out. I think... I, don't, I wouldn't want to push her out the door. But when she's done, I don't need 135 pounds anymore. Yeah, they don't. There are not that many fights there. You know who could probably still make 130, 125 pounds? I'll bet you Juliana Pena can make one hundred twenty five pounds. Yeah, she probably could. Who's probably left? Could, I mean, doesn't I, want to. But. You know, no disrespect to you know the women who are there, but like there are opportunities at the higher weight classes and some of the other um, promotions probably get even more money out there. That's very true. Just just let the let the hundred five pounders come into the UFC. Mm-hmm. 
105, 115, 125. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Be deep. I think there are a lot of fighters there. I think those those are the the three deepest classes that we're going to have, especially over time. So there's there's my yeah. there's my soapbox. I am and real off. quick, I want to yeah. I want to mention Jake Hatley. That was awesome. Oh yeah, the elbows from the triangle position, and what doesn't come through on the uh, on the broadcast is the elbow to skull sound that you get when you're cage side. From what I've been told, can you emulate that noise? Uh, Do we have that? I hope I hope our foley department catches that. I don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. You are our Foley department. And you have a concussion. Good job. <laughs> he was hitting his head, by the way. Uh, but that's it. We're we're done talking about this. Again, fun event. Probably not going to remember too much of it, though, realistically. It was, it was, a, it was a fun card, and we're, we're done. Looking ahead, though, we have a big card. Massive card at Madison Square. I, Huge. I still think this is a bigger, better, deeper card than what we had at UFC 280 just a few weeks ago. I think UFC 281 at Madison Square Garden is a deeper, better card. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, not not the co-main, but yeah. I know you don't like the co-main, obviously. The co- well, let's talk about the main event first. Israel Asanya, Alex Pajeda, 115-pound title, or 145, ah, 185-pound title on the line. Yes. Third time's the charm. I got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, this obviously is, is a, a super-anticipated trilogy fight, which most people didn't watch the first two, but nonetheless, we get it here because this was some kickboxing and now they're over in MMA. I think the question that I want to ask you two is, what do you think? Do you expect Israel Adesanya to mix in grappling? Like, I would. I, if... do, you, do you think he'll, like, I think as long as the fight goes more than like five minutes, it's a good chance that grappling will enter. But do you think he'll go to it right away? Or do you think he'll he'll try to prove I think that he can gotta... still strike with him early too? Because I feel like there's going to be some ego there. He thinks he can beat him in kickboxing he seems very convinced he can that is but yeah. is he just playing a game he's very tough to read yeah is, is he? I, I i mean is having he? having interviewed him a few times i that is 100 percent true he's uh he can be tricky i would love to see him grapple because i feel it would be very creative and uh unorthodox it is the path of so, least resistance one would think to victory I mean, but pajeda is very big uh big and strong so i don't know if it how much uh how easy it would be early so he would probably would have to try to wear him down a little bit, at least get him not thinking about it completely. The other question is, how much does he care about the criticism that was coming his way over the last couple of performances, not maybe not being as as entertaining as people would have preferred them to be? See, I, I could I, I could see him going two ways with that. I can see him maybe trying to just you know point his way to a victory to say you know f you, I'm gonna do I'm gonna fight how I fight, and, and however I get the win, I get the win. Or I could see him trying to prove everyone say it. And, going for a spectacular finish i don't know mm-hmm. i can see it going two ways for him but can also see Pajeda knocking him out no oh, absolutely so, i mean there's no reason to think he couldn't i mean he's done it before or to even go you know win a five-round decision maybe yeah it's not crazy uh, to think that what if what if adesanya's takedowns just aren't enough to get him down what if Pajeda gets a takedown let's not let's not discount that potential and yeah then well if he gets a takedown izzy's the guy that might get you a go-go that's kind of how i feel oh please <laughs> So please, 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 someone give me a Google Plata. <laughs> anybody, anybody, anybody. So. Anyway, uh, but honestly, it, I think this little conversation it just highlights how fascinating this fight is in a lot of ways. Um, I'm very interested to see how mm-hmm. it plays out. Yeah, this is a fight I'm interested in. For if someone's cut, pretend you're in Vegas, not in New York. Oh, I see. So you're telling the doctor who lives in New York to stay home. Just relax. Okay. Let him fight. We got to settle this. <laughs> Uh, boy, that would be disappointing, huh? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Nate I mean, was just getting going. I know, I know. Yeah, right on. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the other fight, the one that you were not looking forward to, champion Carla Esparza defending her title against Zhang Wei Li. The fight where I'm not spending $500 to go this see is, it. This is the reason you're not going to the garden. This is, yeah. Oh, my God. Guy, just go to the bathroom. Go get food at that point. No, all the other fights are great. All the other fights are tremendous. So you should go. This doesn't deserve co-main billing. But she's not getting gate. Who can't, like, you know, I don't know why you hate yeah. her so much. No, I, that, I'm, that mean girl attitude, I don't dig that. <laughs> on, the, on the TV show yeah. that was heavily edited yeah. eight years ago? Yep. Okay. I, I will tell you, I have spoken to her two times now. Lovely conversation each time. All right. No problems. She's the type of uh, person when she texts you back, she'll say, okay, smiley face. She'll always throw a smiley face in. I don't know. Can't do it. You never give me a smiley. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Tr- I'm not over overcompensating for my poor behavior earlier in life. Maybe you should start overcompensating for your poor behavior yeah. earlier in life. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I, whatever is fine. <laughs> Wiley's gonna win regardless. So it, it it don't matter. It it would seem to be a tough one for uh, Carlos Barza, but hey, I think a lot of people have counted her out over the last several fights. So we'll see. Right. Sure. <laughs> you can allow for that. It's in New York, these fights. Yeah. We're going to have typical top judging come in. Yep. Um I imagine if I'm going to if I'm going to guess who's on the the title, let's say let's say the the main event. I'm going to make a guess here at who's going to be staffed and there's no way to know it. No. Nope. They don't assign this until like like literally the end of the week unless it's well I guess sometimes it sometimes it is in the uh in the meetings. But I, 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 I used to I'm remember not we that. used to get like uh like uh news articles like weeks in advance saying who's going to be refereeing. Well, sometimes so. sometimes it's on the the docket for like the meetings and things like that. Um and it, for title fights it often would be, so it is possible that it's known. Mm. Having said that, I'm going to take a stab in the dark cuz I don't know. And I'm going to say Sal D'Amato, Derek Cleary, and Eric Colon. That's who you got the main. That's that's my 3. We'll see if I nail it. I'm not going for the co-main. I don't know. I think Doug Crosby is going to be on one of the title fights. I think fights. Doug Crosby will so. also be one of the title fights. That is a good guess. That's that's a good guess. Uh, I, my guess would be on the other one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to get the judging genius some run. <laughs> uh, but there's a billion fights. <laughs> it's like you, you listed other fights here. Uh, I almost you, did you the, the whole card. Day. It's basically the whole card. Um, obviously, number one is Dustin Poirier against Michael Chandler. This is a fantastic fight. Poirier was supposed to fight at the Garden several years ago against your guy, Nate Diaz. It didn't happen. No. No. Is that the fight? Uh, did Jim Miller step in? Was that a late? Was Jim a late replacement in that? F- no. Set? No. What oh. happened was it was going to be the main event at the Garden, and they ended up doing the short notice main event of uh, DC defending his title against Derek Lewis. Oh, I was. They I threw was that, at that title. One. Yeah, they. Uh, I know you were. Yeah. I was there. I saw you there. DC threw his back out sneezing that morning. Mm-hmm. As uh, Sammy Sosa once did. Yeah, company guy though. He did. He went through the fight and won. Sammy Sosa was a company guy too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just talking. But anyway, yeah. No, no. What happened with that one? If I if I recall, and and this is in part, I talked to Dustin recently, and he was. I asked him a question about it. I was saying, okay, I guess it was it was it his his hip that forced him out, and he said there was some stuff on Nate's side. They were kind of playing games uh, with the negotiation or whatever, and then ultimately he's like, well, I'm just going to take care of this hip thing. So that's why that didn't happen, in his words. Okay. Um. Nonetheless, I love this fight, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier. It's it's got to be fireworks. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if it's even going to last, but I think it's going to be fun. 
and I don't know who's going to win. But if Chandler wins, that's a big win for him. Poirier wins. I mean, shoot. How close is he to getting a title shot against the new champion, Islam Makhachev? Yeah. He uh, never seems too far anymore, Poirier, because he's obviously you know, around, he's, yeah. he's got the cachet of, of beating Conor McGregor twice, which helps him with kind of the casual crowd. Mm-hmm. And and obviously he is an accomplished fighter in and of himself. Anyway, he'd been the interim champion yeah. not too long ago. And it's not like that's uh it's not a rematch versus Charles. It's a exactly. fresh opponent. Exactly. It's a so. fresh opponent. Yeah, yeah. This this obviously worked out in his favor. So very curious to see what'll happen at fifty five off this fight. This is a big one. Big, big, big yeah, one. This will be a fun fight. So is Frankie Edgar's final fight against Chris Gutierrez. I still wish it was some of these other fights we wanted. We wanted to yeah. like, you know, especially against Dominic Cruz. Didn't that happen. Yeah. That was this would have been fun. It didn't happen that way. Nonetheless, I'm interested to see how Frankie can he go out on a win. I mean, this is yeah, I think this is a fight where he could get his leg chopped out because Chris Gutierrez kicks hard. Yeah, also I, a Jersey guy, by the way. I, I think he doesn't live yeah, in Jersey, Jersey anymore, City, but he's right. Jersey yeah, Jersey City, City yeah. originally, but I, he lives in I think Texas now. Yeah, I think I think the venue was more important for Frankie than the opponent. Yeah, I, I think so as well, and, so. and I can understand why. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's obviously on the card, and that's fantastic. Dan Hooker against Claudio Puelles. I like this fight. I like Hooker at fifty five instead of forty five. Way better. Uh, Hanato Moicano, Brad Riddell. That's gonna be awesome. A banger. Yeah. Of a fight. Uh, Dominic Reyes against Ryan Spann. That's gonna be fun. That should be another banger of a fight. Reyes has local ties too. He went to, uh, I believe, Stony Brook is where he played football. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was a safety. Safety. But he said he's like basically doesn't follow football anymore. You know what? A lot of people who play don't care about watching. Especially when they move on, mm-hmm. like I, he yeah. had, some, he had some kind of pro aspiration for a little while, but he's he's now in the fighting world. He just kind of moved on. It's it weird. Derek Jeter like doesn't watch baseball. What does he and do? He's Mister Baseball. What the heck does he do? I don't, I, I don't know what he does. Just like baseball is not his jam. Watching know. it anyway. Does he go to Banff? I know they they gave him like a trip to Banff at one of his farewell <laughs> tour things. <laughs> Maybe Banff. Maybe. Banff is a it's, a it's a lovely place in Canada that I hear about. Oh, okay. I have never been. It sounds wonderful. Okay. And it's got a fun name, Banff. All right. Just say it. Banff. Right? Banff. Come on, it's fun. Uh, that's an acronym for... Uh... No, that's... Boom. There's a vowel in here. Banff. Yeah, bad... And two Fs. B-A-M-F-F. Oh, two, two M's. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Two Fs. Two Fs. Oh, actually, I think it's Banff with an N. Now, if I have it right, Banff. Okay, yeah, this is. I have no idea. Yeah, we got to move on. Okay. No, no one cares. Erin uh, <laughs> Blanchfield, another local. She went to high school in the town that I live in uh, right now. First, another local, Molly McCann. Yeah, she's local. She's from <laughs> London or not Liverpool? Excuse me. Right? She's a Scouser. Yeah, so. I believe so. She's definitely uh, is. Uh, is Patty Pimblett going to be in house to support her? I thought he was going to be on this card. I I, I found out tonight yeah, he's, he's on, on the, the next one. The next one yeah. on this fight that had been announced for earlier yeah. in the year and never actually happened. Yeah. against Jared Gordon. Jared Gordon's all over this episode. Um, th- that's a fun fight though. And then and the last one you put here was uh, Andre Petrosky and Wellington Terman at middleweight. You like yeah, that fight? I do. Okay, I like Petrosky. All right, I like Terman too. I bet you do. So. Honestly, what didn't we name? Like at this point, what are Ca- we just? Carlos Olberg is it? Is he's. I think he's the opening fight. Okay. Of the prelims. Against? Um, uh, pull it up. I will pull it up. Yeah. Why don't we do we that? Might as well get this in. I mean, we <laughs> didn't have that much to talk about with, with the rounds and everything. Because Olberg's coming off two wins. Uh, I think Fabio for sure. But he won, uh, he won both of his most recent I thought he lost one of those. Maybe I'm mistaken. He I'm, is uh, fighting uh, Nikolai Negamarianu. Oh, okay. Rom- uh, Romanian, I believe he is. Yeah. I mean, also Julio Arce is on this card. Montel Jackson. Oriol Arce, yeah, he's from and, Queens. Uh, Carolina Kowalkiewicz Ka- 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 versus Silvana uh, Go- Gomez Juarez. 
Kovalkiewicz had a nice yeah. moment in the garden. She didn't win that fight against uh, Joanna, but she was uh, she was w- one of the title fights there, the very first one. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where she injured her eye? I or am I thinking of someone else? Don't recall. I know there was one she thought she thought. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Olberg is in his one his past two. Fabio Chiron and Tafan and Chukwe. Okay. Okay. And that's everything, right? That's all the fights. Damn man. good card. Top to bottom. Gonna be is, an awesome. Is there a card. weak link on this card? Is there a weak link? One weak link? Do you want me to find one? I'm, t- I'm asking you. Oh, other than the one you'd obviously uh, say. But yeah, that. I mean, he's. I mean, you got Amin Azatar versus Matt Frivola. That should be pretty good too. Oh, Matt Frivola, yeah, he's uh he's also Long Island. Mm-hmm. They loaded up yeah. with some local guys here. I mean, guys yeah. and gals. Outside the co-main, I don't see much of a, any weak link uh, fights here. So what you're saying is it's probably worth five hundred dollars if you just go to the bathroom for one of the fights. Ah, oh, you're saying so they could they could have done a different co-main. <laughs> so it's on principle, right? It's very principle. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Faced and cost. <laughs> well, uh, granted, it's five hundred bucks. I'm telling you to spend five hundred bucks to sit in the nosebleeds. Yes, I agree with that part. If you were telling me that was the reason, I'd be like, all right, I get it. That is the reason. No, it's not. You just said the reason is. The I reason know the reason is because it's too expensive. But I would consider that expense. Had we had a better co-main? What if that just fight? What if this fight just dropped off? What if there was just one title fight and then everything else was still there? Nothing else changed. Would you pay five hundred bucks for it? I might check out SeatGeek, see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if this fight falls out on Friday for some reason, no, I, you're I going. no, I won't go. I all have, right, um, all right, all right. I have a, a dealing gig. Okay, okay. Uh, that afternoon, which works out perfect, so I'll be home in time to catch uh, crack cocaine. Or <laughs> yeah. all right well dan's gonna get ready to to pass out drugs we're out of here we will talk again next week after this awesome card hopefully there will be some uh, awesome judging as well just like we had i think we will have some great judging and some great fights with the judging genius i have no doubt (laughs) thanks for listening take care everybody